Yay! Hey. We are live. Yes, Hello, nice everyone. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Best to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you all. And um, before I forget, happy 909 day. Yeah, yeah by happy the way. <laughs> I put it here. Just yeah. to answer. <laughs> I see one in your uh, in the back of uh, Mario's um, yeah. video. Man, are you in a spaceship? <laughs> yeah, some kind of. <laughs> you have everything there? No, not so much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no. Basics. <laughs> Basics, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is your. This is the the main modular um, panel, the one in the. Uh, this one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. But I downgraded it uh, a lot lately. Yeah, I have, I have now like uh, half the the thing I I have in the past. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Did you did you decide to to get rid of stuff because you wanted to have a more focused uh, instrument or uh, you want to you just sold it for other gear or something yeah because i'm all the time switching gear i like to to buy stuff uh, using some tracks or some records and then and when i think uh, i use it for uh, enough for 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 me i i sell and and then get <laughs> Get another thing. Uh, for me, it's like uh, the the year is a bit like inspiration sometimes. Mm. The new machines and learn how how the new machine works. And for me, it, it it gives me a lot of inspiration. Yeah, you mean it gets you going when you when you explore a new machine. You get gets yeah. you ideas as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But exactly. how do you decide with having all these machines around you? How do you decide what you will take? With you on stage or for live live setup? For for the live set, uh, it's really um, uh, no not prepared uh, stuff. I like to to make the the live set yeah. for the last three years. Uh, I'm doing live sets uh, like like uh, I only have the machines and I make all the stuff. Uh, Life with uh, an improvisation, like uh, because in a studio I'm more uh, uh, focused guy. But you, of, move, but you move the models. You move, what? you move them. You move the models from the studio to the live set, or you have another set. No, I have a, a case, uh, one case. This you one move the models. That is the, the that is the the live the live set case, and then I have another booth uh, rack, a big uh, rack that I'm swapping mm -hmm. models and and changing and trying new things and selling others and. Cool. Yeah, because I till now me I, I have a I had a um, just a uh, live rack ready for the live set, you know, is and another kind of stuff for the studio. I have one so only ready for the for the live set. Yeah, for the live set, I only have four, four voices in a in a case. Like uh, one is like samples, and the other the stuff is like three synth voices, effects, uh, yeah. back lines, and and I try to improvise it in in the during the live set uh, without. I have the the Twigman, the the big module that is for channels with filters, yeah. and I use that like a DJ mixer in some kind. Mm. It's like uh, four channels with the filter and the VCA, so I can open the 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 sound and could with filters the others. So I 
my life set normally is, is a bit more similar to a DJ set in the yeah. Yeah, in the I way of, in the wave of go and with, yeah. the, with the sounds and I'm on yeah. this way too now because uh, not not with the more ambient and the sci-fi stuff but for the techno stuff I'm I'm very into this kind of hybrid set because uh, yeah I lo I like a lot to make life but I feel that I'm I'm missing a bit of a dynamic thing and I'm trying this kind of mix between DJing and, and live set. It's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, cool. usually when people buy live sets they're very focused because it's big um, probability of making some mistakes and maybe be confused. And for, for me, at least, sometimes if something goes wrong, I can be like a little bit scared. You know, I I have to like be prepared to handle the situation. That's why, of course, um, like uh, I understand why usually people go for a hybrid set or just to change their own tracks, for example. But for me, like probably through the years playing, I think because I'm not really into experimenting and adding lots of yeah. uh, new stuff because I have like my setup and I'm just adding, of course, something new, but it's very basic and minimal. I never change the like yeah. the important structure. That's why probably through the years I learned how to handle the situation in case something goes wrong. But and and so yeah, because dynamic for me, as you said, you said it's very important. And, yeah, a lot. And I saw how people sometimes can be very boring, just focusing on. But this is this is something that you you learn just making it, because you are in the yeah. studio working on preparing the set, but you learn about this kind of things making and making gigs, and then yeah. you start to to understand. I don't know the the psychology of the of, of a set in the middle of a of a club and then you think okay i need to go much more simple and, and direct and start to change things i remember at the beginning that the first live sets was very complex with many many lawyers of sound and it was a mess of course it was something cool in in two sound systems in the world but in the other ones was a bit mess and then you start to to keep out a lot of stuff yeah, I guess it's I, I guess it's finding a balance between uh, freedom of um, of improvisation uh, versus uh, control. You know, you have to yeah. make it uh, simple enough to to get to keep be able to keep your head around it during your show, and it needs to be flexible enough to mm -hmm. to improvise or to do things that are effective or um, that that you can actually manage to do. You know, it doesn't make sense to bring uh 100 sins on stage and uh, <laughs> you know it's just Im impossible to control with just one one head and two two hands you know Absolutely. but the i think the funny thing is for me uh, with the the my little experience with the live sets is like uh, what julia says about mistakes is, uh, and the control that you are uh, saying now uh, when you start to uh, sometimes uh, control those mistakes, and 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 that is the the, the best moment normally in the life of set course. And yeah, in yeah. the dance floor because yeah. you make a mistake and it's like a really big change. But if you can control this with a filter or effects or something, then you realize that is the one of the best moments of the one hour life set. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. so if I, you take I like the, the thing that the mistake, if you take it off fast, 
Then the people say, okay, it wasn't yeah, I like here. It. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes people think that you you made this in proposal and, and it's not like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah but sometimes some people go, if they know it's a live show, uh, there are some certain people who know and who appreciate live shows. That's why they go to see exactly your live show. And they are very like, uh, you know, they can notice everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which, is, which is good it means they're attentive to what you are doing well yeah. you know but, but you, you can actually easily tell whether um, somebody's playing live or um, has something which is completely prepared in advance you know because yeah. um, it just has a, a certain tension to it if you can see somebody trying to um, Uh, to come up with something in real time while they are yeah. doing it. That's that creates a, a tension and, and a, a, a sort of like a, uh, an, yeah, like a balance between excitement and anticipation. And uh, uh, you, it, it is it should be a little bit dangerous, you know, if you if you're mm -hmm. doing a live set with 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 no danger at all, when when there yeah. all all the risks are are ironed out and uh, there's Absolutely. nothing that can go wrong mm -hmm. it is going to be boring and yes, if there I is know. yeah and if there's something uh that that you really uh yeah need to create on the spot on the moment that is something that is definitely uh yeah uh noticeable in 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 the, in the audience so so yeah. yeah it's it's about finding the balance between um mm -hmm. being safe enough to have at least something going and being risky enough to make it exciting i guess yeah. and you yeah. learn you learn a lot with the machines uh, if you force yourself to go to the live set with more improvisation part uh, you learn a lot uh, to how to 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 yeah. use the machines and how to control the machines and because in a studio sometimes like you are not doing something live is like something uh, is sounding wrong you change the pattern you have time to Yeah. enough time to change the things but in life set you are with the audience and it's really different you, if it's you real do, time there's no yeah, there's no way to it. do it again yeah so yeah. you force yeah. yourself to control really really good the instrument and and that is cool for learn more and 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 improvise improvise yeah and the magic comes when something goods uh is you you find something good in in the middle of the life set it's very Exciting! It's like, oh my god, yeah. this is sounding super cool. Yeah. Like, I will leave it for 10 minutes. Like, okay, we, I got yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like like learning every other instrument. The more, the better you know it, the more hours you put into it, the mm -hmm. the more uh, fluid you become, and the more uh, control you have over it, the better it's going to yeah, be. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And at the end, I think we are not used. Uh, to be a lot of uh, hours into one machine. Because mm -hmm. if you see the people playing guitar or this kind of more um, classic uh, instruments, they are all their life uh, learning and playing. And we are always changing machines and we are not putting enough uh, hours into into every machine, you know? No, every machine, machine, yeah. Maybe more hours, but not into every machine. <laughs> Well, there are some machines that you you will not learn in, in all your life, like the Octatrack or, <laughs> or, or things like that. <laughs> I think this machine has uh, endless submenus. It's like... A, oh, yeah, man. I, I, I mean, I, I've had 
and worked on so many pieces of gear. And uh, since when I got the Octatrack, that was the first machine in years that I had to spend days with yeah. the manual just yeah, to figure exactly. out. Yeah, no, normally <laughs> I don't, I, I never read manuals. No, I just, I just connect something and then I just fuck around with it until I get something that I like. Yes, um, okay. with with pretty much everything but um this one it, i i really had to spend some time with it yeah and it's to crazy, get to yeah. get to really get i mean it's there's some stuff is on the surface and it get you can get going pretty quickly but if you really want to make use of all the all the features you you you've got to dive, yeah. dive into the manual yeah for me it's not the kind of machine that uh I will recommend to someone or... Well, the, the, thing, the thing is, you can use it in so many ways. And most people who own it yeah. all use it in their own different way. Nobody yeah. uses everything. Yeah. Everybody uses just a part of it. Yeah. yeah. But talking about the 909 today, it's like, a, for me, it's <laughs> the perfect machine because it's it's a it's human size and it's, it's human um, thinking. You know, it's, mm. if you see now, if you compare now with the new machines... Maybe in the past it was like a very futuristic machine, but if, if you compare today, it's like a very human thing. The size, mm -hmm. the, the size of the buttons, you can do the button yeah, very fast. And, uh, yeah. It's like this. True. And with the with the sound, it's very. It, it's like this too. Is uh, the sound of the nine hundred nine is is very real. I don't know. It's different than the other ones. It's, yeah. It comes up every time, but I think today we are allowed to talk about the 909, you know, because it's 909. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's <laughs> I think 909 is popular because it was made, it was used in the beginning. Yeah, it, like the people who made the first tracks with them, the track, like songs and the, the compositions, they become very popular. That's why we all like now used to that sound it doesn't i don't think it's we can i uh, think that this is like the best sound of the drum or uh, the best sound of the kick or snare i think this is just what we used to feel in commercial music and it uh, goes mm -hmm. like since we were child children we we felt this sound you know and now it's just subconsciously pursued us everywhere and now when we do it music of course the kick is not good enough until it's 909 for example but yeah, I, think, I think the magic is is probably more in the in the interface you know the the like like sergio said it's a uh, the, yeah. the size is good uh, the way of programming it, it it has certain limitations compared to uh, modern drum machines but still exactly. if you look at whatever is coming out um there's still there's every manufacturer or every idea from any new drum machine um, are still drawing from from the classic uh, sixteen step programming yeah, uh, type yeah, interface, true. and um, so yeah. it, I think I think it just because it's still it's still what can a human make, you know? Is if you pack mm -hmm. more uh, functionality in uh, to first of all now everything tend to be smaller. Yeah, it's difficult to have nine or nine with you everywhere you perform. That's why to make it smaller and still make it some even expand functionality more it will it, it's very difficult first of all and the people will probably not understand because we all have all our own like brain limitation to understand and to, work, like, to 
have more steps, for example, you know. So I think it's related for to also make the product like even new products of the market like similar to 909 if they are just made to still be accessible and easy to to work with. Mm. Yeah, if you think about the, uh, the 303, it's like uh, for me, it's it's very different of the, of the, the, the it's a almost a mistake. I don't like how to program it, and the 909 is easier. Yeah, staying on the subject of drum machines, uh, maybe uh, Julia can talk about the Queen of Pentacles. That's the new endorphin uh, drum module, right? Yeah, right. It's exactly today we released it, and it was not on purpose because we were preparing it like <laughs> okay. since uh, Christmas, and like usually it takes six months to release like some some modules. Some modules takes more more time to release if we do like doing the like everything from scratch if we have some technologies already so it's usually like six months and queen of pentacles happened to be 909 uh, inspired mm. module like in the euro rack format uh, 30 hp and uh, it's uh, i mean 909 just happened this day just happened and it's great because we're inspired by this machine of course uh, and i don't want mm -hmm. to say nothing like I just think every kick is good. It just should find the right, uh, right styles, right genre. For example, you have, you have, you have the machine there, the, the model. Yeah, one moment. I will unscrew it from my rack. Good. Yeah, give me, give me the uh, opportunity to say hello to everybody in the comments and. Um, Nice. Uh, I'm trying not to ignore you this time as I do every week. <laughs> so if you have any, if have you, if anybody has any questions, um, go to watch this on YouTube and you can, the comments you leave there will be visible to us and we can drag them into the, into the screen and answer your questions. Um, there we go. Cool. It's massive. Yeah, it has lots of knobs, and uh, it, those are three, uh, seven, we have like generally seven uh, voice, seven voices, and three of them are analog, one based on 909, and four of them are samples, which we had the card. Okay. Yeah. Here is the card with, that we can uh, change your own, you can change all your samples, and uh, for this sam sample banks, we worked with Nikola Bugayov, if you're familiar with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. From uh, on, he's on uh, Nova Mute. Yeah, Nikola, yeah, Nikolas yeah. Bugayev. Yeah. Nikola, yeah. So he created uh, eight banks with uh, four sample each. They are pretty massive. And so yeah, we have low bar, low, low and high bass filter here. And uh, no, you, you, don't, you cannot hear any sound now, but we have nice <laughs> demo and demos now on YouTube channel and also like some bloggers like Ricky Genius today released also overview about it. It was pretty much like uh, good examples of the sound and the volume controls. Like So yeah, uh, it's inspired by 909 and we're proud that we managed to make it by this day. And, but I, I think now we should tends to like you know a new format of technology like new formats we have to reduce some some volume a little bit yeah 
How, yeah. how many HP is? How, how big? 30, 30 HP. Okay. Can I, can I ask you, how, how do you load your own samples into it? Because that's usually something which is very tedious on the Eurorack machines that works with SD cards or yeah, you have to even a, conduct. How does it work with uh, this one? This is uh, the samples played directly from SD card with zero latency okay. delay, and you can just load and play directly from SD card. Okay, that's cool. Nice. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. But because, you know, this is what also what inspired us to, because we had Black Noir, we have, we still have Black Noir, and it's have mm -hmm. completely different character, and it's based on CR78. Uh, and we mm -hmm. are. I love. I st I love. I love to have them both because when I have, because I create. I only have modular setup. I don't have uh, like external drum machines or anything. And on, only I have external controllers like some sequencers, MIDI keyboards. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's why we like inspired to create modules which and to make people um, to bring everything on the stage. You know, right right away in one box without having tons, lots of boxes to think about, to carry and different packaging for everything. So it's everything in my box, like in my setup, for example, I play only from one box and I'm quite satisfied with that. That's why this is inspiration and like the philosophy of our brand as well. Cool. Very how, nice. long, how long takes uh, to make a uh, a model like this till you have the idea well uh, as i said we already had technologies you know circuits so this module took six months and from okay. yeah but usually some modules for example now we develop sequencer and it take and now it's more than one year it's one year oh. and something we still develop because we develop the technology from scratch like mm -hmm. uh, so yeah it depends if it's quite yeah. new and challenging so of course it will take more time good no that six months is is very fast <laughs> yeah it's quite fast because we had like noir before which is pretty similar ah, yeah, yeah, also yeah. in the in the design decision <laughs> Yeah, the, the black noise, is, the sound is very, uh, I don't know, I, 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 I <laughs> say it. <laughs> no, 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 but, but I, I like it because I like a lot uh, this kind of uh, more dark, uh, dark wave music and a bit lo-fi and this kind of, and I think this model fits it's very cool. Our, kind of <laughs> our friend, our friend from Portugal, a thousand details, is asking Julia. He wants to trade this black noir for a queen of pentacles. <laughs> Can you arrange it? <laughs> no, I can't. No, okay. I think uh, I, I, some people oh. said that it might. Um, that it might like uh, replace the black noir, but still. Uh, like it has different character, different kick, different snare, and like absolutely like. But, so I think they complement each other. Yeah, you should keep both. In yeah, the, both. In the, the, new, the new one, the new one has effects. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Same as Black Norris. Yes. Which one? Well, it's uh, two banks with. Uh, uh, two banks has each has eight effects. The same mm -hmm. as Milky Way. If you heard those, um, um, <laughs> like uh, Hall River, like Ever Shimmer, 
Every, cool. every, yeah, every, every, every possible reverb like you can. Imagine. Nice. Sixteen reverbs. Yes. We will try it. <laughs> yeah, you have a space, Mario, in your rack for the for this new one. <laughs> the no, what is the best thing? Yeah, for example, I can only perform with one module. I need just one controller because it do doesn't have a sequencer on board. It, those are just voices. But having a good controller like pro to program these voices and it's enough for one live show, just one module. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That's cool. The the new modules uh, that, that came with a, with a lot of functions like, like act like a, a, a single machine. In its itself is is really great with effects in the master and control with channels and I think is is great because you can bring a, a little case for a live set and you have a lot of options in in a small space. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, really and live shows what they like one hour of live show for example, right? And different patterns and nice grooves. Yeah. Important because now the machine is like is essential, right? We need all. We always have not enough <laughs> of drums. Yeah, yeah, the thing the thing with these very complex models is they are becoming a bit too much. It's like a octotrack, you know. It's like they are making everything. It's like one yeah. I, f I feel I feel like that as well. Sometimes when you when you see all the new stuff coming out, um, it's basically so complex that it it's you know mm -hmm. almost like a. 19-inch rack mount unit size uh, functionality in in a small Eurorack uh, format, exactly. and sometimes you get all these menu diving. You know, we have to really yeah. menu dive to get everything out of it. I, I, to be honest, I'm I'm more a fan of things which are all on the surface. You know, yeah, yeah the, exactly. Yeah. What, what I'm looking for in the modulars is uh, a very simple thing. My my rack for the live sets is one voice. Is a it's a locality one. In it's I want very simple things because for complex um, histories uh, I choose another kind of uh, gear, you know, another kind of mm. stuff. This is why I'm looking for the modular, very raw, very simple and direct, and go ahead. See, I, I I like the 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 two kind of, of modules, but for different uses. For example, for the live set, I I don't like modules that have menu diving, and I want direct things. But for a studio, I love the modules that like uh, the Mothcan quadruple LFO. Is mm -hmm. like really complex machine. It's like a computer, and and you can program like uh, in software. And and this cool, yeah. this is cool, but for a studio, not for live set. So. Yeah. So like this, I, I uh, like both, both 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 versions of that, but for different uses, of course. Yeah, like this ER three hundred one. No, this is uh, a very complex one too. Which one? Yeah, the ER three hundred one. Yeah. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The Japanese one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have the, the the first one, the sequencer. Yeah, and it's great. It's great stuff, but it's like a computer. It's like yeah, a, exactly. It's like a dough. Like a yeah, like a dough. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So Mario, can you can you take us uh, through your studio because you've got so many nice shiny toys in in your background? I see the yeah. synthy just behind your head. Is that a an original synthy? Yeah, the synthy. Yeah, an original. No, uh, it's a original. Player. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like cardboard only. <laughs> it's, it's, it's printed. <laughs> it's cardboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is like a, this is a clone of the eight oh eight, like the tier uh, eight oh uh, eight oh. 
I don't know if you know this yeah. one. 909, the Lira. Yeah, I love the Lira. Estreimon pedals and eventides. Mm -hmm. North Leaf, A1. Here, below, no, <laughs> you are not seeing this one. Uh, the Pro 2, Dave Smith Pro 2. And then the, the mainly the modular and some other effects there, the the Vermona, uh, the acid light. I don't know if no, it's not it's not in in the in video, but uh, the the Avalon baseline uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. is like a clone like a three oh three. You have here a uh, distortion pedal, very cool one. Oh, this one, yeah, yeah, uh, this one. RML retro mechanical labs. Really great stuff. Yeah. So is every everything connected to a desk, or do you go straight to your sound card? How do you how does how is it patched up? I have a mixer, a Midas mixer here in front. I I don't know if I can move the the computer because oh, I believe you. The mixer and there is the the speakers and I use PMCs. Are those PMCs? Yeah, PMCs. But there, nice. I have all here in this in the patch bay. Ah, okay. So but every I yeah, have yeah. I have all the studio connected to the patch bay, so I only have to change in the mm. patch bay things for so all is connected uh, to patch bay to the uh, power and and working for select the channel and and, mm. and put in the channel so. Yeah. So your 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 um your your stuff your music sounds very sound designy. You know, there's always stuff going on. I I like music where where I have where I'm scratching my head. How the hell did he do that? You know. And <laughs> <laughs> when I listen to your stuff, it's always very rich in textures and um, yeah. very very complex. So do do you um, uh, do everything through the patch base? So you make like big chains of of. Uh, uh, like signal paths running things into each other and stuff like that, or do you do a lot yeah. of DSP, DSP in the box? How, how do you? What's your What's your approach usually? Sincerely, I I don't have a like a, a fixed workflow mm. because yeah. sometimes I start uh, some groove or some kind of synth in in the modular and then go to analog effects with the pedals and. But other times I just record the the audio loop and then start to mangling and, and destroying in computer in the mm. DAO. So so I don't I don't have a, a fixed workflow. And sometimes I do uh, tracks and almost ninety percent only computer, even even if I have all of this. But and sometimes I do I do the the, the yeah. track mainly only analog. So it depends. I don't have a fixed workflow for that. I like the both worlds. I like the the, but good you, do, the digital and and the good things of analog. But I'm, what I'm curious about is where in the process does the sound design and the the shaping of the total sound happen? Is it something you mm -hmm. do from the beginning? Is it like your your processing part of the writing process, or how how does that work with you? I would say my sound, maybe the texture or the detail, the the roundness or the the texture of the sounds, maybe is from from modular, from machines, but then all the more um, the, all the changes, the arrangement, and all the, all the more focused stuff is in the computer. And the modulation, so, all, all the modulation. The, the sound, the, the pure sound of, 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 or the texture of a synth, maybe is more came from, uh, from, from the, 
from the modular or the analog gear. But then I, I destroy a lot in the in software, le, all the yeah. things. I love to shape uh, uh, sounds with uh, software because you have tools that are really amazing in software yeah. also. Sometimes I, I, sometimes I feel that modular is really lim limited in, 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 in the shaping things or, uh, of sound because I have the problem that I'm so obsessive sometimes that I want to shape something like uh, to the final stake. I, I love how, how it sounds and uh, I can do it with, with modular, for example, because in, in computer I, I can go with a compressor, then a EQ, then a, a, again a distortion, then a filter. And that will cost one hour in modular <laughs> mm, <laughs> by yeah. cables. And so I, I tend more to to use the the, the machines more like a, like the basis of the sound, but then I I, I use the, the software for for shape the, the final the final. So sound. The, the generation of the sound uh, mostly comes from the machines. Yeah. And later the modulation and this kind of more processing comes yeah. from the software, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I work like this too. I, I very, I, I'm more into Bitwig now, and yeah, this is a, a dream for modulation. <laughs> yeah, you can modulate everything there, <laughs> so it's very cool to do it like this. Yeah, I'm using yeah. Bitwig also for a year now because I was using Live always, but mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm changing to Bitwig because it's, it's really really wide and really flexible yeah. and it's amazing i started mm -hmm. to to it's, it's funny because i started to make the the, the mix of uh, analog gear with so with control the modular especially and control with software with the endorphins the subtle control that it is here and mm -hmm. and then uh, i started to see how how powerful it is to to control with the with uh, with the software and the DAO the the modular because the the options are yeah. are infinite and yeah, this, this I, kind I of integration this yeah. kind of integration uh, between the modular and the modulation of the bitwick is uh, i'm enjoying using that a lot it's yeah. very cool yeah i'm using now with bitwick the expert slippers ex8 that is like direct uh, with adat connection yeah uh, it's yeah. like eight channels for i can send a modulation to LFOs or envelopes or to the modular directly from Bitwig in the project I'm, I'm working on. So sometimes it's, uh, I feel it's faster than than yeah. just using the, the modular. You you take like uh, seconds for for send an envelope from an envelope follower in, in the DAO, for example, and send to modular. And in modular, you have to go with the audio signal from the sound card, put in the module and more cables on. Yeah. So, so it's, it's both words are, are, are really powerful, but really different. If you're looking for something more um, that comes fast, looking more like a, yeah, improvisation, uh, this, this worker, this workflow works. It's very, very good yeah. option. I'm very into this too. Yeah. I'm working more into the more musical, kind of music now, but anyway, it's cool, this uh, modulation from the network, yeah. Nice. Julia, I was just checking your uh, band camp and I saw you did this uh, cassette a while ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. How how did you how did you um get the idea to do a cassette? Because it sound the it sounds more sort of rough and more um uh, more like sketches than your usual output. It's um it's a bit uh, I wouldn't uh, what's the right word? Um a bit more basic and underground. Yeah, um, just recently I started to make my music more commercial but you know uh, coming with the like with the first records I think of every artist they are always on the ground <laughs> <laughs> yeah and um, uh, for example cassette uh, I was uh, releasing my second album uh, this was the second album on the thread on the ground and I had my live show because you know I had always live show but I never recorded it like and of course while you have it you always change shape it like adding or removing something and why I once I got this uh, message from uh, Carol from Detroit on the ground and he said I saw you your life because I, I, I went live with my in, in Instagram and he said I saw your life do you want me to make a cassette for you for this for this life and then I recorded it in one take. Yes, yeah, ah, so it's okay. kind that's, of that, sketches. Yeah, that's I guess that's why I like it because it's it sounds very rough and very instant and authentic, you know. It's um, a yeah. it's um, it's almost dollars. Uh, absolutely yeah. zero. <laughs> it's yeah, just can, straight modular. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It does sound like a like a live set, like a one take. Um, yeah, I like yeah. I like the. I like you know, the because for me, it's very important in live set how um, I mean for DJs probably it's easier because they have because they. Um, yeah, I'm not a DJ, so I don't know about how to DJ. Like I, I have imagination, but no, I, I never did it myself. So I understand how they make this nice nice transition between tracks and. That's what I also wanted for live shows. If you have different tracks, you also should create nice transition between them. So this, all my shows were based like different tracks, and, but they like mutate from one to another and you even will not notice. So this record happened to be like one track transforms to another track. And so that's why I'm actually proud of this, you know, because it's unique at some point. <laughs> Yeah, it yeah. sounds cool. I like it. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. thank you very much. So, when, so was that was the, that that was you said it's your first. So it not it's not recent. So how, what what has changed in um, in your setup? Yeah, it's it, this tape was like two years ago, I, I mm. guess. And now since then, I released like a lot of music, and now I'm releasing my vinyl first vinyl. So of course, uh, for for like. So I learned a lot because I started to work only with uh, modular synthesizers and only endorphins modular synthesizers because I want to also learn endorphins because when I got into endorphins since like endorphins company, the co uh, I didn't know anything about synthesizers. And so I learned from scratch and for me it was difficult to learn to be honest. Like I'm not the type of nerd that I will be sitting and learning. For me it must be very entertained. And that's why I also bring into a company, you know, some entertainment because when I got into the business, everything was very boring, like all demos and everything. Like I've been in lots of concerts and mostly it was avant-garde, like very experiment, experimental music, which I'm not into a lot. 
and uh, I start. I, I said to Andreas, he's my boyfriend, and he's the developer and the CEO of company. And I said we should make something like more entertained, you know, it's, because everything is just <laughs> pale. So and you you uh, you injected some uh, Julia into uh, endorphins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say so. From, from and then, so I learned mm. I learned a lot, you know, because I come come from zero knowledge about it. I wouldn't say I know about. For example, now I see these all these machines behind castle, and for me it's like, oh my god, I I would not have so much passion to discover all of these machines, you know. <laughs> I, I, I don't have so much faith. Well, I, I <laughs> would, I, to be honest, I would say I would say that um, getting into music or producing music through modular is probably a harder way than to buy yeah. drum machines or, or or a door first. You know that that is yeah. it's so I don't I, I'm not really sure that. Um, it's so easy what you what you've done, you know. It's uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it was very I mean, difficult for me as well. But I have Andreas by my side, like mm. uh, who is a genius, and of course he guided me through all of this. Mm. So I have somebody to ask. I don't need to Google. I don't need to go to forums because I have instant uh, uh, answer yeah, you, to my question. You're at the source. You're at the source. <laughs> yeah, at the source. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, so so then I started to. Ask some uh, dough to my uh, so I started to record my uh, when, when I was started to make my tracks like on, only on uh, synthesis on my modular case which I also built for so long to understand what I need, you know, what is missing. And, but then uh, it was very light, linear. And then I started to make some shapes in uh, Cubase. And just so it, basically I don't use any uh, effects, for example. Yeah, I don't shape a lot the sound. I just shape a structure in uh, Cubase. So that's how I work. But all of the sounds they are all from samples or from modular scenes so this is my approach so you you multi-track everything or is it just a stereo track M multi multi-track yeah yes. okay yeah yeah okay yeah that's pretty much mm -hmm. how i work yeah just um mm -hmm. play 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 everything live multi-track it and then just clean things up yeah and, uh, the, the most important that i can take the same uh, and i can reproduce it in the stage and i know i i i and when I have the structure on my computer, I shape the structure of my track in uh, in my modular, you know? So I also so mute something, remove, at uh, according to what I built in the Cubase, because so I spent a few hours building the structure in Cubase and then instead it works better. So I also can, so it's like both way from modular to Cubase and then from Cubase, uh, like the modular. And what do you use to mix to mix everything? Uh, I don't mix. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know anything about mixing. I don't know anything about mixing and mastering. And uh, I was lucky enough for my first record. I got uh, my friend Guy Loison from Toulouse-Quart. Uh, you know the French company of modular synthesizers. They mostly distortion modules. Toulouse-Quart. So they, so he's my good friend. He was kind to mix me my first record. Is uh, in my neighborhood, 
and then uh, and then I pay pay people <laughs> to mix it because I don't have, I don't but know anything about it. Actually, I think Sergio means how how do you mix your yeah. live set? Because yeah, exactly. I was I was how wondering I the same set. I was wondering the same thing because you yeah. you explained how you prepare your your stuff and then. Uh, there must be a way to mute and unmute and and check the yeah, levels. Yeah, yeah, so so yeah. what? How do you do that without a mixer? <laughs> or do I you do mixer. you use? I have ah, a yeah, modular okay. mixer. I have modular right, mixer. Right, right, right. Okay. It's okay. six yeah. HP, very small, six HP cockpit um, endorphins mixer, which is I think amazing mixer. I have two because I need more channels, mm. and uh, it has side chain. I also side chain my kick through this. And you know. So, how many channels you have at the end uh, in the live set? How many um, channels to mix? Yeah, it's like probably um, seven, seven, okay. eight channels. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and with six, and it's enough. So, yeah, I think yeah. that with eight, you are busy with, but good. Yeah, yeah, I have some even free. Uh, Free, uh, free jacks in in my cockpit mixer so yeah and this is very small you know it's in my uh, it's no, in no, my enough. case it's perfect for my case nice yeah I, i'm using uh uh this uh alien and health uh the uh, the alien and health or sometimes the model one but both with six channels because for me six is yeah it's the the good number of, of channels to mix. Okay, that's, that's cool. You mean you use a DJ mixer for your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I do the same. Yeah, it's a... I do the same. <laughs> yeah, so it gives you the the control you need because if absolutely. you... If, uh, I, I used to play with um, um, an actual studio or live desk, mm -hmm. you yeah. know, 16 channels or whatever. And, yeah. Um, yeah. It's yeah, it's it's a little bit more flexible because you have more auxiliaries and and, and more sort of um, uh, more finesse in the EQ. But um, to be honest, I think a DJ mixer works perfectly well for live yeah. sets because it's um, it gives you more perf performance um, options. It's Absolutely. like bigger bigger gestures, you know, less to 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 care about, mm -hmm. uh, you know, less brain work and more yeah, it's, you know, it's working working from the guts, yeah. I yeah, think I there, there there is a big relationship uh, with the uh, people that is uh, first as DJ and then start to do like yeah, maybe, like maybe. like Julia said before uh, she's not a DJ so uh, she uh, her approach is like uh, really different making the music uh, but uh, for example for me the my live set is I, I feel doing my live set like I'm uh, playing records but doing the music yeah, with, the, with the mixer and the EQ and even I use the, the sound filters, a part of the filters of the modular and I, I see myself uh, doing the, the live set like I'm playing records uh, but, yeah. but doing the music. So I think is there is a, a strong uh, relation with the, with that, yeah. I think. Yeah, for me the mixing in the live set is still being the more important thing. So I need this, this kind of mixers very dynamic and yeah very like it yeah you know because for example also in the modular uh, beside mixer i don't even touch mixer during my live performance i uh, just make it touch it when it's sound check and then uh, i have mutes in uh, in other modules so i can mute there or for example i as a sequencer i use bitstep pro and uh, i can mute there so i don't need to touch the sequencer at all. is there anything in your setup that controls the dynamics like um 
you know, if you don't, if you know, don't use the mixer, is there something? Do you use a limiter or something like that to keep ah, the yeah, dynamics? Yeah, 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 yeah. I have um, because I I had this situation, <laughs> you know, without <laughs> limiter, I had, and uh, it's um, the very basic. Um, I forgot the name. <laughs> finalizer. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I, if there if there's one good recipe for uh, blowing up sound systems, it's um n not using faders or dynamics control and, and, and a modular. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works for to, to make finalizer in Eurorack uh, format because I think it's would be nice. Yeah, it's necessary stuff. Yeah, cool. I'm using these uh, Elysia models from Syria, 500 series. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, you, you have start, You started um, uh, a 500 yeah. series rack. Yeah, the compressor one is uh, becoming an important part for the live set. Yeah. Okay. I saw I saw someone using it. I saw Luke using this and uh, Luke Slater. And I think it's awesome to use this kind of racks for process at the end you know after the mixer so it's, you do you take that on the road yeah okay but just a very small one with right. two, two two models and it's awesome because um i like the idea to to make a, a final processing of the music after the mixer mm. to, to give a special sound that uh, that gives something different and these ones are awesome so yeah, I've been looking into the Alicia stuff. It's very powerful stuff. Really, really? it goes beyond like normal uh, dynamics control. It's they're basically instruments by themselves. They're very powerful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mario, Mario is who recommend these models to me, and yeah, are amazing. <laughs> of Look, course, Mario. You, what else? Yeah, are you using me, Mario? You have some too. Of uh, Serie Five Hundred. Yeah, or not yet. No, I don't. I don't have so much. I have the okay. Alicia compressor and yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> I have the the Sal EQ, the German one that is yeah. really, really, really great. Yeah. But I don't have so much. I have out, out bar racks, but but uh, oh, that one. No. Yeah, and but I I, I, just... I I found a, a a really because I I was looking for a better sound in, in the live set in the past years for because for me the modular sounds really powerful. Uh, at some point, you don't need to compress or maybe limiting for don't, don't go so with the peak so high. But but it's a really powerful song with the with the synth and stuff. But I, I feel more uh, lacking power in the drums. Uh, my my first live set was like a direct drum drum machines with the modular, and I always. Mm, uh, found like uh, the the drums uh, were not uh, strong enough, like a finished record, like a like a, the sound I I wanted, and then I started to use uh, samplers with the loops processed from my music for the drums, uh, mm -hmm. mixed with the modular. That is my actual setup. It's not a drum machine, a raw drum machine sounding yeah, yeah. out compressor, and the sound now of of the the all the live set. The the wall sound is is much more powerful, like a like a finished record. Than yeah, and like more, more, more controllable. More controllable. Yeah. Yeah. But what exactly. I'm looking for for this, I, I'm using these models in another way. 
I'm looking, uh, I'm using it for for glue everything to, to, mm. to yeah. make like a wall. I, I'm very, I'm very obsessed in, in this kind of world of music, you know, this world of sound, very into, because I, I come from industrial music and I, I love this kind of world of sound for me, it's very important. And with this kind of uh, processing at the end of the mix, you can, you can go to, into this direction and then it sounds very special. You need you need uh, a lot of time in the sound check because if if you don't if you don't take care of it at the end can sound like a ball of shit. But yeah, it's it's as much uh, a tool that you can use to enhance. But if you if you make a wrong decision, you can also completely destroy your, yeah, yeah. your sound. Yeah, yeah. It can be a disaster. Yeah. I, I see some yeah, comments. You know, for from, example, people. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was I was uh, looking at this because it's about the five hundred series from. A comment from, um, I think it's Chen Saus. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, Chen. What's up, man? Um, the uh, 500 is like 500 series is like the modular of Studio Qubit. It's same shame. It's so expensive. Yeah. Uh, but I I would say um, it's true for that and for modular. You shouldn't buy everything at the same time. You just get one yeah. thing and really learn and understand the the possibilities, and then maybe move on to the next one after a while. You know, so it's it is yeah. expensive, but you can make it as expensive as you want. And you, I would yeah. say to anyone, and you know, yeah, start, starting starting a modular, starting a modular is probably the best thing if you just get three things, you know, or maximum, yeah. and then. Yeah. Uh, well, some people say about starting the modular is expensive, especially I hear it a lot. And, um, and you know, taking in account what people else need, beside, like if not taking in account, us, not modular, so it's not less money for other gear at all. Mm. Yeah, and at the end, this, this Serie 500 is expensive, but, but with one model you can do the work of Three, uh, mm. of the well, I, I, I think I think the 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 500 series is uh, the cheapest way to go to the outboard stuff because Maybe. you have you have modules that uh, the same version in in rack in outboard is like almost yeah, exactly uh, double like, the, the price. So you yeah, have so the, the Elysia compressor for 600. So mm. and and this uh, stereo compressor are a really good one. Yeah, a very good one. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah but it's expensive, but it's the cheapest uh, way of outdoor gear for mixing yeah. and mastering, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. our friend uh, Robin is uh, in the chat saying the same thing as you. Yeah, so it's a cheaper, more hands-on version of the high-end. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah, because it's high-end, absolutely. Yeah, at the end, this uh, series of modes are more for processing, and Eurorack is more focused to generate audio, no? It's a different kind of... Yeah, aspect. yeah. Yeah. Here's an interesting one from Conan Johnston. And uh, maybe we should uh, go around uh, and have all of us comment on this. Um, mm -hmm. If you would want to start a modular, what three modular pieces would you recommend? Cool. For me, uh, as oscillators, I love the Localic ones. It's uh, my kind of sound. I don't know when do you think, but for me, it's one that should be. On this, <laughs> the the iteritas, I think. What do you think, Mario? Yeah, I have that one, and, and the money is iteritas and locally iteritas, and I, I love the sound. It's a really harsh sound. It's like a really focused on high frequencies, and 
and a bit yeah. digital, but with filters and it's, it's, it's really, really special sound. I like those. Yeah. Yeah. Then uh, from Make Noise, uh, this, I don't know, this maths, I think maths is very a good one to, to help, no? Yeah. The tool. <laughs> maths is like yeah. the tool. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, I, it's like I, it's I, like a Swiss Army knife for modulation, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I will say one one of the my recommendation with the, for the first oscillator will be a complex oscillator, mm -hmm. uh, like like the endorphins for generator or the Bearbox complex oscillator or something like that. Like the because you you learn a lot of synthesis with one of mm -hmm. these. If you go with a simple oscillator you are more limited you can go with two oscillators and modulate uh, in between mm -hmm. but but with a complex oscillator you start from something a bit more step step it up that's a good point yeah absolutely yeah it's a that's a nice introduction to synthesis um yeah yeah to push yourself no a bit yeah i guess, yeah, I, guess I would probably agree about complex oscillator and not because of like uh, we have complex oscillators but like definitely learn and you immediately have nice sound but not on like and rest it's the tools that you can manipulate the sound let's see it can be really only three oscillator for the beginning you don't no, not three, three three modules since the beginning you, you maybe don't even need more than three you know and then you explore and uh, what is also good about modular is that you can uh, sell it and not all, always lose lots of money on it yeah, yeah, you mean it retains its value. Yeah. Yeah, it retains yeah. its value. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, you can yeah there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot on a lot of forums, you know, you can see these things like uh selling my selling this and this module for rent <laughs> or something, yeah. you know. <laughs> it's like it's almost like a currency, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, you buy you buy modules and uh, whenever you get tired of it or you, you need money, you just sell it again. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's like um is that investment? A, a hardware investment, wallet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta start some a company. People, like... Some people invest in bags, right? Like in fashion items and the bags, like. You could do renting in endorphins, renting of models. <laughs> we had that idea. <laughs> 20 euros every month. Not bad. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> At the end. Uh, well, at, at least the, the, the modular uh, is like uh, like the vintage machines, no? Is uh, you you are not losing so much money when you buy and sell, and it's not like the the new machines that uh, all the all the new stuff uh, drum machines and this this maybe is is more you are losing more, more money because you you have a lot of of people buying them and and then a lot of people selling them, so. But I think the modular is like, is like a good balance. Yeah, I've, I've actually been thinking uh, to introduce a, a channel on our Discord server for trading modules. Because, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I'm actually going to do it now because now I hear this and um, I see some things in the comments about... Uh, um, yeah, the thing is, um, yeah, it is like a currency. You, you People who own this stuff always have one or two they want to get rid of or... Yeah. Um, always have a wish list on modular grid or something like that, you know. So, yeah. and to trade, trade, trading system might actually work. Yeah, and, and to do exchange because 
Sometimes you can say, hey, I have this module and I'm using it for months and I would like to try this one. And then you can do an exchange, <laughs> something like that. Why not? <laughs> so yeah, sorry, I, I already dropped the idea to um, uh, to the Discord server and uh, I failed until now to um, to set it up. So he's, um, he's apparently happy that it's going to happen. Yeah, it should yeah. be good. Yes, uh, finally. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> cool. So Sergio, I got this promo of uh, Sorobon today. Can we, talk <laughs> yeah. about, can we talk about this, or is it still, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, under yeah. embargo? Okay. No, it's from today. We can talk about. It. Okay. Yeah. Congratulations, man. It's, Thank um, you so much. I don't know if you, if uh, Julia and uh, Castile already know what we are talking about. It's the. Um, just, uh, yeah. just very quickly, I, I didn't have time like to read, but it's fifteen uh, of September. You will drop a yeah. album right? on Axis. It's on Axis. Yeah, it's on Axis. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, so, yeah, Mario so, knows very good because I, I know it. I know it good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I made the mastering. Yeah. yeah. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Of course. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, congratulations on the album. I listened to it Thank today, you. and it, it sounds so sounds amazing. Ah, you could listen yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I got the promo. Yeah, so I. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's more. Um, I'm very focused on this kind of stuff now. More cinematic, sci-fi, a bit musical. Uh, of course, uh, <clears throat> some tracks are into techno, but I'm more mm. focused on this kind of more sci-fi. Yeah, it, it kind of listen. It, it, the whole thing listens as a as a story. It sort of has a. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's very conceptual conceptual album. Yeah. What's the concept? Uh, yeah, Soroban is the Japanese uh, abacus, you know, and uh, calculator. And, yeah, it's this kind of very rudimentary calculator. But uh, uh, the the scientists um, realized that this machine helped to develop the some some things into the human brain and in general the mathematics and then the um, the album evolves the tracks are evolving uh like an like uh, the human brain evolves with the history you know and then it's at the beginning is some more um easy listening tracks then later comes the more more and more and more complex and then later at the end are more reflexive ones like okay. uh, yeah, did you did you uh, come up with uh, the concept afterwards, or was it something you worked from from the beginning? Mm -hmm. Because I always cheat with concepts, you know. I always come up with the concept yeah. after I done something. I think, ah, oh, maybe this should be the concept. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the, <laughs> like the painter's noise. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, okay? yeah. just fuck, just fuck around, do something, and then afterwards, uh, <laughs> yeah, let's let's make a concept around it so it's more interesting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this is the usual uh, way of work. But yeah, with this album, I try to, for, for the last two years, I'm trying to to do tracks um, after an idea, after a concept. And this is the kind of sound that <laughs> I have with this. So basically, yeah. the, what, what you mean by concept in this, this sense, it's basically your guideline um, or like a, a, a sort of like... Yeah, Thing so to 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 make decisions along the process about the the where where the music is going. Yeah, and, uh, usually I like uh, a lot this kind of uh, scientific uh, stuff. So I'm always reading all these kind of things, and when I find something interesting, then um, I try to to learn a lot of on this thing, and then to translate it to music. 
this is the music at the end is like a conclusion of my research into these different topics, scientific ones. Mm. Mm. So, so, what, yeah. what, so you usually research some different Topics. This Sorry, is your, like, so uh, I mean, besides that, we doing music first of all. Like the concept, you yeah. come up because you like the science. That's why that inspires you to make music. Let's say. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm always inspired by other things than music to make music. Well, yeah, of course, but uh, in this case, by science, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's interesting because science, it's like, uh, I mean, it's inspiring definitely, but usually it's very routine. <laughs> yeah, no, at, the end, at the end, this kind of work became uh, very difficult for me because I, I was used to, to do, like you said, um, like uh, making music, uh, waking up and starting the machines in the studio and, and making and making and making. And now that I'm trying this other direction, it's going much more difficult but the the final the, the the music at the end is becomes interesting so looks like uh, for me it works so yeah it's becoming next week <laughs> nice mm, yeah it's very very i want to hear it now <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i make it uh yeah these tracks are quite news and quite new music and I did it uh, as Mario told before, mixing a lot of software with machines and not with a clear workflow, using everything, using uh, the iPad apps and everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there seems to be this Spanish connection going on between Axis and. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what happens? <laughs> yeah, with with uh, uh, Tadeo. Tadeo. Also, yeah. yeah, also coming out with uh, an album on school. It's really nice. Yeah, I, I think in Spain we have a very big influation, uh, influence uh, from Axis and Jeff because, uh, yeah, at the end of the 90s and the beginning of the 2000, uh, Jeff and Axis was in Spain at a very big hype. And yeah, mm. I, I like a lot the concept uh, behind Axis and this more philosophical kind of way. I like a lot. So yeah, and the, the Tadeo the Tadeo albums are very very good ones too. I like mm. it. Nice Let's one. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Let's see. So so when when what when was oh sorry Julia, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think it's interesting, like, uh, you know, before COVID, everybody, like, many people, many artists wanted to release music, but they knew there will be no show, so probably there, there is no point to release if you cannot make a tour or something, and now it's like, like, come on, <laughs> like, really, enough of this, and, like, it's, it's not about even the tours, but, like, new music, and people start to release this autumn, a lot of new music, finally, you know, because... Um, I mean, we all believe that all this madness will finally, and, and artists can start live like normal life. And by the way, 17 of September, we are going to protest in Spain. We have a like protest for about like this uh, red alert. We will protest against all these restrictions and uh, participate in this. Yeah, I think in the, in the next months are a lot of new music coming because everyone was in the studio for this month. Yeah, uh, exactly. yeah not, not, I mean, the, the cool thing that I'm seeing happening around me is that it's not only 
just making new music, but um, doing things. People have been picking up um, projects that they've shelved for a long time or that they wanted to do yeah. and never really got around to doing. Um, so there's all these other sides coming out of people um, and uh, yeah, showing sort of other sides of, of, of their uh, interest and, and other ideas, you know, and it seems mm -hmm. to be less focused on um, making functional music, but it's more sort of uh, expanding in, into other territories, which I think is very interesting. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's that way. Yeah, and at the end, uh, a lot of us uh, were making music to play in the clubs, you know, it's like, a, yeah, as you said, functional music. And mm. yeah, now you have time to explore more yeah let's see is that true is that is that true for you too mario have you been um venturing out into different territories or i i was doing lo in the all the lockdown i was doing a lot of techno so but but i <laughs> i started yeah because i have more more time so so i i made more music but i, I started to, i started to make my more <laughs> experimental stuff because I play some live sets of more ambient experimental stuff, but just improvisation, and and I recorded some some tracks for maybe release someday, and already released some so a, a cassette and some music like that before. But but yeah, when, when you have more time, you it's, it's like you are saying because you are focused to to the club sound and and techno records, EPs, uh, or three or four cuts for. For the club, and when you have more time, you your your mind is is in a different position. It's like okay, well, we'll create this 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 thing because I don't have like the hurry or the pressure of, of release uh, club music or you know. So I think uh, uh, would be great to to have a break like this. Not not because because <laughs> uh, what what we are having now this break, but every year, uh, every year like a, like a month uh, that you can. Uh, uh, stop and, and have more time. At least for me, because I have uh, uh, another work. No, I'm, I'm not living for music only. But so, so I think it's it's really it's it's, it's really inspirational. It's really, yeah. yeah, for for me, the, for, the for, ideal for great different things and yeah, yeah. The, the ideal thing for me would be to release an album every day, a long one, like a. 12 every, every day <laughs> yeah every day every year and 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 done you know it's like uh for me is 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 enough not not i don't need to release uh an ep and another and another, and another yeah i prefer to to do like this but like the business techno was till now this was a uh, of course it's possible but you are a bit lost as a producer if you think in this kind of of way like okay it's a Everything is is going very fast, and you release an album, and the next week uh, your album is all, and you was one year working on it. You know, this is maybe one of the reasons why the people is releasing one EP, another, another, and another, and another. You know, it's because you know the, the things are uh, for the people forget the music very fast. <laughs> I remember. It's no. funny because I have to learn from you about the album thing and the stuff because I I never released a solo album and and it's like um, I I don't feel myself like I uh, ready for for make an album never <laughs> it's like yeah. because yeah. I really I think, I, 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 think I really, album I, is important 
I don't like know, I'm really the demanding the with my, with my, like really demanding with myself, with my work. And, and it's like, okay, I want to do an album, but uh, I think um, we'll wait a bit more. And I'm <laughs> waiting for years <laughs> already. But what, 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 uh, what is not like, why? I think, I think maybe it's because I have in, in my mind, like, a, like the album is like a, I don't know, like the final piece of of make the your best work. Your you release club music or you release ambient no. or or other music, but but the album has to be really the your best work. Your and and no, I'm not really. At the end, when we listen your first album uh, years after, it's very cool because you see that you are evolving into the music and you see yeah. the moment where you was in the beginning. It's cool. I especially in the kind of music that Julia. Do because I, I feel that Julia is making a bit something very pop, you know. There are something very pop into the Julia's music, and this is half sense into an album, you know. And then you can listen it uh, years later, and it's the it's not a conceptual album. It's a yeah, it's a piece like a yeah, have something pop. Yeah, thanks. And, and you, yeah, you I actually it. always uh, was inspired by like. Uh, very commercial music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I never was into techno like before, and uh, then I started to see some that my my model life system can dance techno, and it's like mixed. But I never like tried to follow some genre or to copy some genre and to be restricted by some genre. It just you know, and sometimes I don't know how to call my genre because. It's just music what comes from my instruments and I like how it sounds, I record it. And I sometimes I don't know how to call it. And it can be commercial or uh, not or underground. I, I don't care because it's something like from inside of me also, this unity from with my instrument. And do you think Well, I was I was guessing to be honest, if if there were any influences, there's a lot of um this this sort of uh, synth pop romant new romantic Gary Newman type vibe in, in, in your music. No, I was actually thinking maybe that's a style you're a fan of, but it's it's well before your age, I guess. So it's, um, I don't know. So that's obviously yeah. not something that is something that influences you. Well, maybe yes. <laughs> there is nobody particularly influenced me, not, uh, not, not too much actually since five. Uh, no, I wouldn't say that since I, uh, it was uh, the moment of my life I was listening to this, but I found this very okay. uh, old school, so i <laughs> not really a big fan of this. Like I, I, I like some work, but there are some few particular works I can really keep listening, but many of them are too high frequencies because they have this... And yeah, I like more yeah. like uh, low frequency music, you know. I don't like very like hi hats. I even don't use a lot of hi hats in my music because I like this. Like, uh, but I like very ele electro style probably influence. Mm. Do you think the the machines are for you all? Do you think the machines are conditioning the music we do? And because I I'm, I'm always very into this topic. Because I think that we all are thinking that we are very free making music and we do the music that we want. But I think that at the end, we do the music that the, the machines makers are allowing us to make. Because at the end, we have 
the limitation of the machines, you know, it's, and, and the, every machine has a sound, a kind of sound, and it's very difficult to, to, to go out to this kind of sound with the machines, you know. Well, it's, 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 it's impossible. It's just impossible to it's have, impossible, exactly. it's, it's impossible to have a clear idea in your head and then exactly replicate that. That's just, uh, um, an annoying hell of a job and, and it, it'll get you nowhere but I think it's a bi-directional r thing so the yeah. it's an interactive thing so uh, you you do something on the machine it, it gives you uh, something back and you react on that and so it's action reaction and you know in, in mm -hmm. infinite cycles um, so yeah. in that sense you could also I, I would say that you could um, uh, regard the uh, instruments as a mm -hmm. band member almost I mean, they yeah. don't. They don't. They don't have. Um, especially with synthesis, um, um, you know what you want to do, and kind of know how to get there. But it's always giving you something surprising, which might lead you in another direction. And so it's it's like not not really a conversation, but um, um, yeah, it's like a, a a path that you take uh where some of it is guided by your your brain or your mind or your mood or your feeling and mm -hmm. the other part is guided by how the instrument reacts on on what you are doing so it's uh, um mm -hmm. yeah it's impossible to yeah set yourself a goal and exactly <laughs> trying yeah. to exactly make that it's 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 um, a yeah, it's really frustrating. frustrating and impossible if, if yeah. you listen to the, the music of the 80s and so you can you can listen presets of the machines in the tracks directly presets you know mm -hmm. is the from the Juno and you can you can listen I don't know uh, Duran Duran everything this kind of music and they are using presets of the machines yeah <laughs> yeah yeah oh my yeah, god yeah but now it's not working right because you see like it's uh, it's it's past it's in the past right you need to create something new like. Well, I, th I think that's the way that a lot of the keyboard players from bands from the 80s, they, they, they're key people and not synthesists, you know, so okay. they, they're used to, um, I, know, I, know, I mean, there, there are, of course, there are exceptions, there are also amazing synthesis from those times, but if you're talking about pop bands, you yeah. know, taking, taking a, a Jupiter on stage or something like that, um, of course, they'll, they go to through the presets and just finding the yeah. the one that it suits their needs, you know. But um, yeah, we we look at synthesizers a completely different way. We look actually actually look at them as sound machines that you can use to create mm -hmm. sounds. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's there's something to say for for both, I guess. But um, it's a different approach and it's it's a different mm -hmm. background, a different path. Mm -hmm. I, I I feel the the thing that Sergio say about the sound machines. Uh, sounds in in a way uh, or something, but I think it's because uh, people is not trying to to break that uh, because sometimes you you get a drum machine from electron or something and you like you say start uh, using the samples that that the machine has uh, the factory samples or, and a lot of people sound the same because he's using in the same way because the the manufacturer. Uh, made that that kind of instrument for use in that way, but when you break the limits and you use mm -hmm. uh, a drum machine like a synth or 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 in a different way, it is where the maybe the instruments uh, does not sound like 
like are supposed to 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 sound. I don't know. I I have a a, a funny thing in 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 computer in a studio when I'm doing music, like a random random generator like the numbers, uh, and I have a list of all my gear, and I have a list like you Hoshem said about the band, uh, the band. Uh, people, uh, the people of a band uh, with the instrument, the drums, the guitar, the, and I have the random generator. And sometimes it's like a, a apply for the sound I want to do, and I apply for the instrument I want to to. Use. <laughs> and so that's, like, that's, that's just like a strategy. It's just to, yeah, to make to, yeah, to, limit, like, limit, to just to limit yourself and uh, yeah, see what happens. Yeah. yeah, we talked before the connection about the. You have sometimes if you have a lot of gear, you have to limit yourself uh, sometimes. Mm. Because you want to create a kick drum and you uh, look at the machines and you say, okay, I can do a <laughs> kick drum for, uh, with a lot of things. And you go with the with the random generator and it's like, okay, <laughs> it's, kick drum it, and it's like with the synthy. And I have to do a kick drum with the synthy. And it's that, is, really, that is such a nerdy way of, uh, of doing yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a really great you way of it's a really great way of learn a different approach of the instruments, really. And for me, I let. <laughs> yeah, it's a really nerd way, but <laughs> no, but it works. Yeah. It works. I mean, I, I do the same thing, but I I consciously pick the the instruments that I I limit myself yeah. to. I would think, you know, okay, if I use this, uh, what could what would happen if I if I run it through that, or if I connect it to you know the other piece of gear, blah blah blah. And um, so I don't use a random generator to choose them, but more like an idea how, how it could turn out. And then, of course, it doesn't turn out the way I thought it would, but it's a starting point and it's a limitation which um, uh, which gets you going, basically. Yeah. Yeah, it's or cool. Like someone says I'm gonna try. The... I'm gonna try your uh, random uh, yeah. generator. <laughs> no, they, all, all the, all it's gonna take a while to number all the instruments, though. It's gonna. Yeah, it's, 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 really it's a hard work. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I think it's, it's great because you uh, the the constraints, uh, limitations you you put yourself in a studio is a really is a really vital thing for me. At least. Yeah, I, I, see, I see that. <laughs> I, 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 I another another thing I do sometimes because. Uh, I know you both uh, record in multi-track all the stuff uh, live and using the track. Uh, sometimes I'm, I'm doing in the in software, I'm doing like an structure and then I do like a jam set with a synth, yeah. with a, a lead synth and I record like five minutes uh, with the filter going on, going out and, and I take the five minutes uh, piece and without cut anything, I put in the arrangement and this is limiting myself. Where is the break in the track? Where is the so I use this kind of 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 way of make music to take an audio and and some some people could uh, the first part and then use only a loop. I try sometimes. So okay, I will use the 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 five minutes uh, like like it is, and, right. and that's that's uh, works great for for limiting yourself and for uh, for the arrangement. Of, you mean uh, limiting yourself with time of the track <laughs> only? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but it's it's, a, it's like a, a part of the arrangement because uh, if you start to make the music all live, sometimes it gets it gets to... yeah it gets rid of some of the decisions because you already committed yourself to using that part. So there there mm -hmm. there are yeah. there are some some things that you cannot decide over uh, anymore because you already exactly. decided 
that is this is it that's something you have yeah to work or, with. or yeah. sometimes you are doing a uh, live yam stuff and if you are controlling the drum machine you maybe not are not changing the filter of the synth so uh, you work in a in a more focused way or more robotic way and uh, this kind of 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 workflow what for me really well for yeah. limit from from parts of the tracks or or things like that yeah mm. I was in the past working um, many years ago, working making um, CD loop sounds for Sony. You know this Acid Pro, and okay. uh, I was working making music in this way a lot of years, like uh, making a very, very long pool of uh, sounds and making more and more and more very into the sound design, and then later work and uh, playing like uh, making a puzzle, but. The music was okay, but was not working at the end like uh, like now with the machines and you know because I don't know why something happened. Something yeah, something happens when when you work um, in this way like uh, making. It's like playing. It's like Legoing. Yeah, like playing with Lego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then later, I always call it painting by numbers. You know, you know these things. Uh, these. Um, canvases you get and and uh there's a drawing on it and every little p piece of the thing has a, as a number and you and every number stands for a color you know yeah so okay. you that's that's what it feels like to me if you yeah. if you have a, a bank of samples and try to puzzle make a puzzle out of you know yeah, something exactly. something yeah <laughs> yeah and then later i was doing it's cool, everything yeah. so but anyway it was not the same yeah, yeah. Like very very static something yeah like that at the end is this random thing is very cool <laughs> i saw um something coming uh, up from um pa to seth what's up pa uh Hello. it's a question for mario for castile how do you balance uh, the job as a producer and your other job because he mm -hmm. next says this every time i worked other jobs um that is music related i always ended up not making music but you seem to be very productive so how do you how do you manage yeah. to be productive one, with all, one this, of all the, the stuff on your mind one of the key things is uh, you have to be really productive and and work a lot in your work and in music a lot of hours but i feel uh, for me in the, in the artistical part of the create music for me the my work uh, my my work is my economic basis for me is like the freedom in music i always say the same because it's what i feel if i have to choose music and live only uh, uh, from music i'm it would sure be stressful yeah I, yeah and i will be more limited to i i have to release records i have to make gigs i have to and i don't want that uh, i I, I have a freedom uh, with the with the financial part of half a job and I create the music I like and without pressure and so for me it's really important to 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 keep this balance so mm. yeah. yeah makes yeah, sense sometimes yeah. I, now now with this situation I have a lot of friends that is are living uh, from music only and they are they are in hard times now because no gigs mm. and no, so i i see i don't want to be in this situation so mm. i feel uh, 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 finding a good balance of of the two for me works really really well but still you have to 
also be very good in time management because uh, if you only yeah. have um, yeah. so how, how how do you deal with that do you set yourself uh, time limits for to work on things or um, how do you do that yeah i I'm rest i limit again myself a lot in the studio also for mm. for f finished tracks and because if i start to jam and and make music like only jamming for fun I, I don't finish music, I don't finish yeah, track. Yeah, exactly. So I limit a lot myself uh, with the with the process. I have like a four four stage in in the track uh, uh, production. I have like the, the writing, I have the arrangement, I have the the part of mixing and and the final tweaks, and then uh, ready for premaster. Like I'm doing uh, my own mastering. I do like a premaster. Uh, with with a final stage of mastering uh, during the production so it's like those four states and if a track is in the mixing stage and i have the next day two hours i limit myself i have the finish the this stage in two hours mm. so if, if <laughs> i can go for years with a track <laughs> it's, yeah. it's crazy <laughs> yeah yeah do you like pressure yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a good I, way. I put pressure in myself for for be productive. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, for example, for me it's same because like every day I work with endorphins office like uh, all necessary hours like as a normal job, and then uh, only in the weekends I have time to make my music. So I'm not jamming. I'm going to my studio like with the intention to make some track or to start some track or to have some sketch it's not will be just for fun and i know many people like here in spain in barcelona around me they just oh let's hang out in your studio let's make some jam and i know i'm making track i need to really focus on it and i have to like it's a discipline at some point you really have mm. to like very good and especially to you can say no to some friends that you're not going to hang out with them because you have some plan to be done you know it's like it's a tough decisions yeah yeah i mean i i i i'm kind of like the same you know it if if i go to the studio uh something always happens so there's there's never any waste of time so if you uh if you maybe people who do have a job and they feel like they're worn out whatever and don't feel inspired well don't wait for the inspiration you know just go to the studio to sit yeah, it's not you know, about inspiration i guess it's no it's just work yeah it's just learning, exactly yeah. you just try you know just do something and something will happen you know at Absolutely. some point yeah. if you wait for inspiration you will never do nothing normally the best tracks came from from the the worst days in the studio <laughs> <laughs> with the big mistakes no <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i actually when i create music i'm crying because it's never what i want so i cry and then it starts <laughs> to be bad yeah that's true <laughs> yeah i don't know it's a difficult balance because when i was uh, making this job with the uh, acid uh, with the sony loops uh, at the end of the day, I was too tired to make music. You know, it's like a, when you when you have when you are in a very technical way many hours, then the creativity goes very down. Unless for me, this is why I'm not very into very technical things like mastering and this kind of things because for me it's uh, too much. 
I need more goes more into the musical creativity way. It's a hard work and you need to work every day you need and yeah, need a lot of time. So yeah, it's another you know, another job. I yeah. I have many jobs now here. Yeah. <laughs> the label, <laughs> making music and yeah. Now I, I was working in another uh, kind of job uh, till I moved here in Germany. So now now I'm trying, but uh, yeah, it's, I, I like a lot the, the way that Mario says that, that another job gives you the freedom of make exactly what you want into music. This is very nice nowadays because if not you are you have pressure because the the business and yeah I don't like this way. <laughs> Managers <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a manager? <laughs> no no of course not I mean I would uh, say but like if if you like sometimes uh, to be successful artist it's not one person show only, yeah, it's a whole team should work on it. A lot of should be done except just music and uh, like to be noticed. It's like a lot of a lot of jobs included besides making music. So that's for me it's a bit it's a bit sad this way nowadays of the people uh, wanting to be a successful artist, you know, this is uh, for me it's very wrong. It's like, uh, I make music because I like to make music. If then later I can do a gig, it's cool. If then later I can do one week, one, one gig every week, it's better. But I'm not thinking to be a successful artist, you know? Yeah, it's, it's yeah like me either. For example, I like to have that certain nice gigs, maybe less. But, uh, you know, at the beginning when I just started with Modular, I took every gig possible, like absolutely free gig in very bad uh, venues. Like, but I, because, but it, it was necessary for me because I learned this way. Without these gigs, course. I wouldn't learn. Yeah, you've got to do the dirty work. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But now, now I can choose. I, I'm, I'm happy about it. And, uh, yeah, like, no, it's not about gigs because you have extra job. That's why gigs are not that important. Like it's important, yeah, but it's not the essential that you need. Yeah, it's the same with the with the gear and stuff. When you see this uh, this wall of Mario, the people say, "Okay, I want to to have all this stuff," and the people start buying and buying and buying. And don't work like this. It's like, uh, hey, step by step. No, <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, this is social media is very bad for this kind of things. Like. Uh, the people want what they said, what, what they see on the photos, and they want it now. And don't work like this. It's like to, to have well, I think the important years. thing about social media is to spread the news, and then you can decide, right? Because as I make a marketing manager for endorphins, so I understand. For example, I can uh, make a module and be humble about it, and don't tell anybody, and maybe somebody will discover it one day. You know. Or make another decision to spread the news, and people can choose whatever they want. Yeah, yeah, but th thinking from the side of the brand, 
it's logic to think like this. But if you are thinking from the side of a of a teenager, also, that it's not the, 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 I believe that this instrument, for example, is will um, like make the life easier for some people. You know, this format or this drum or this this sound. Because you know, when when I come from the the very root of modular synthesizer. Uh, I saw how people perform and where it evolved now. And it's very different different things what I saw like six, seven years ago and where it is now. So it's a big uh, evolution happened and it also thanks to the development of new interfaces. Yeah, to, to where are evolving the, the modular business, to where to which kind of I mean it's not business, uh, it's music, model the people the the, like six, seven years ago, people were performing only abstract experimental sounds, usually avant-garde. And, uh, no, I mean, I mean, if you are a if you are a brand, you are a company. It is a business. Then you you have a plan, a business plan. You see yourself in five years. Where my company will be in five years? Which kind of models? Then there is a there is a guidelines where you want to be. In 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 the in the world in the world modular brands, I'm sure that there is a direction. You know, if, I, I'm sure that in five years we will see all the modular brands working in the same kind of things. Uh, I mean, you you know where we are going. I th I think I think that is that can be true for being an artist as well. You can, I mean, that's something like career planning. I'm not saying that yeah. I'm uh, that I've always done that consciously or smartly, but um, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can you can you can still have like this sort of roadmap in front of you that you decide where you want to go for yourself and still retain complete creative freedom. That is because mm -hmm. that can be part of that road, you know. So it's uh, uh, it's whatever you set yourself as a goal, I guess. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So there is a future that you see in the modular things in the mod in the modules there is a kind of evolving where we are where we are going we are going to more um, modules like a dough or which kind of or not is is nothing that we, you are thinking no, about. i see that every tool that we have in dough now can be made in modular first then um, i see I lost my thought. <laughs> uh, people, for example, even uh, like five years ago, I was told that there is no future in modular. It will be collapsed because too many manufacturers pops up in the market. And then we say, okay, whatever, we do what we like, we love, and we will keep doing until we'll, we'll, we'll like, I mean, you know, my, I, um, I'm lucky enough, like also like that my music and um, I'm working in the musical industry anyway, like doing modules and working with endorphins. So that's why also inspires me to make music, of course. It's not a, a, like another job. In the beginning, like it was only because we loved it. It was not business. We were not earning a lot of money from this, you know. And now it expanded. Even many people were told us like that it's it's going to collapse. It it doesn't have future. But we just kept doing what we're doing. It's what happened. What you're doing that you believe in. The same is the music and any other. Uh, yeah. Okay. 
Cool. But maybe, for example, you, Mario, you don't see the, the modules uh, going into a more integration with the software? Or no, that maybe... I don't know if integration, but maybe the more digital stuff or kind of uh, some things they are releasing kind of presets in the modular world or or things like that. Maybe I don't know for maybe mm -hmm. for for a uh, easier workflow. Or but but sometimes yeah. I, what, what I like the, uh, from the modular uh, especially is that you make a sound uh, one day you go out of the studio you came to studio two days later you put on the modular and it's sounding like the, the first day <laughs> so is the is the the cool thing of the modular but sometimes uh, you f you feel a bit uh, the modular is lacking a bit that 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 part of, of flexibility <laughs> i don't know i don't know i think i think it's it's a it's a blessing and a curse, I guess. But um, yeah. you can always record everything you do. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's that that do, really? yeah, that, I, that I, is I, that yeah. that sort of uh, makes sure it doesn't that doesn't get lost. But um, I mean, it yeah, it, it it can't be everything at the same time. I think the the charm of of uh, modular synthesis is is the fact that it's uh, a one. Th one time ever only affair yeah. you know it's um it's mm -hmm. now in, it's here and now and that's where it happens and um if you get what you want great hope you were recording it if you don't get what you want you you can yeah. still keep going and and go somewhere else you know so it's mm -hmm. um um i think th i think that's part of the charm it's um it's more fun <laughs> than, uh, than clicking through presets that's for sure Raw, raw, raw sounds, you know, because we used to be, because I, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but I like this raw sound. Not yeah, yeah, me too, yeah. me too. Yeah, for me also, this is one of the sharp. <laughs> Did you saw this? Uh, I saw, sorry, oh, sorry, I, I was uh, just picking, uh, try one, wanting to pick up on this one um, uh, from Chent again. Um, He's talking about trying to mix while he's producing and trying to master while mixing. I think we were talking about this earlier yeah. Um, yeah. before we went online. Yeah, it's um, very interesting. Yeah, yeah, because because um, I'm I'm curious to know because um, for example, Mario's music sounds very uh, complex and very sound designy. Is there? Um, do you do you really distinguish the stages of? Um, writing mixing uh, mastering arranging or or is there it does the, it all sort of blend into each other the, in, in your at process the, at the moment no anymore because i was doing music always like uh, different stages like you finish the track mm -hmm. and you get up remaster and then a guy mix better or do the mastering but for half uh, a year and a half or something like that i'm doing the production process with the final mastering stage on in the in the final part uh, checking sometimes uh, putting off i have a hardware limiter and and i have i i work with the limiter uh, working and, and with a clipper uh, uh, saving the the, the peaks and it's a, a kind of uh, workflow that it gives you um like uh like tricks of what you have to go with this level of the kick drum is really high and if for me so, so basically it's 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 a way for you to 
to see or to predict how how the music is going to sound to when it is mastered. With, so, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and, and do you do you take off the the bus chain or the the master chain off before you send it off to mastering, or do you do still give it some treatment? Uh, before uh, actu actually, I'm doing the my my mastering. So so mm -hmm. before mm -hmm. I, I finish uh, uh, the mixing with a pre master for send to to the master engineer, mm -hmm. but I'm doing now all my mastering. So so I'm doing the the whole process. I finish a pre master for half a, a pre master file, but then I uh, in the next day or some days I do the master the mastered version already. Mm, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, but yeah, you do your own mastering. But, but yeah, yeah. I, I I use sometimes I use the same uh, trick or not trick, but I sometimes have something going on on the on the master bus while while I'm mixing it because just to give you an idea how things are working together, how the relationship between the the sounds is going to be when it is mastered. Um, yeah. But I always take it off after, um, you know, before it to basically be left with a pre-master that somebody else with better ears or uh, <laughs> with a yeah. second opinion yeah. uh, can work with, you know? Yeah, yeah for, for me, the, the break the break times, the relax uh, of the tracks is really, really important part of my of my mm -hmm. process of make music and mastering to finish something or or maybe in the in the last stage uh, of mixing that the track is almost finished. I put the the project uh, like for two weeks uh, without listening to it, and then I listen again. I I always do with all my music, and when I listen again uh, with, with fresh ears, yeah. yeah. And sometimes if you are doing a lot of music uh, every day, uh, sometimes uh, I mean you forget uh, how the the track sounds, and the, mm -hmm. the the day you listen to it is like oh this synth is really high or this is mm -hmm. like really low, uh, a lot of low end or and, and you see the things more clearly yeah yeah sometimes you, you go back to something and and you can actually instantly hear what's wrong and 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 you'd yeah. never mm -hmm. notice it while you were playing it before like uh, in in a cycle or something yeah uh, yeah, yeah yeah sometimes you need that distance i guess yeah yeah but you use you use mario this kind of uh, more um mastering tools and so uh, in every channel you when when you are making music or just in the master for like a, for individual tracks or yeah or, yes or like, a, or like a mastering tool yeah for no individual. for individual tracks for example the 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 mastering the limiter that i have in in hardware it has a clipper that i i'm using a lot of the clippers because i i'm almost uh would say i uh, swapped the the compressors for clippers uh, recently, uh, mm -hmm. and I'm using that one that is a mastering limiter. The the rack is a mastering limiter. Is the better maker? I don't know if you mm -hmm. if you know the brand. And I'm using creative uh, in the in the creative process for for clip the, the the sounds individually. And so yes, I'm I'm using uh, stuff that that is is done for for the mastering process in the creative part of, of yeah, making sounds and yeah. This is very, very interesting. I think I think this is something that uh, comes with your your sound because you can see everything very the process and the textures and the polyrhythms and all together like a glue and this kind of things. Maybe it comes for this way. Yeah. Very cool. Well a, a tool is a tool. So whenever it yeah. works, the, the, yeah. even though it's not really meant for it, but I think uh, that's true for a lot of instruments even that we use, I guess. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Cool. Nice. Anyway, how's the the comments going? <laughs> yeah, we're uh, running uh, almost uh, two hours now. Maybe uh, maybe we should uh, give people a last chance to um, uh, to post any of their urgent questions to us. Um, nice. Say let's say hi to uh, some of the Discord people. What's up, Gendrick? <laughs> hey. uh, it's I have on the phone the app of the Discord. Hmm? I use the Discord just in the phone. Let's see. <laughs> because yeah, I'll I'll do a little uh, Discord shout out. If um, people want to hang out with um, on the Discord server, there should be a link in the uh, in the description of the video. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe it'll re be reposted again by Sunday now, but. Um, it's a place, it's like a, for people who don't know what Discord is, it's, it's like a real-time forum, mm -hmm. sort of like a massive WhatsApp chat, but um, uh, with similarly annoying sounds, but uh, <laughs> with, many more, with many more people. Uh, and our Discord is now about 700 people. And uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're hanging out there talking about making music, producing. Yeah, um, stuff like that. It's uh, it's an, it's a really it's becoming a really nice place to uh, to get um, information and to talk you to your peers and colleagues and um, um, yeah, so yeah, yes, yeah. I I invite everybody to have a look there um, and you are invited as well. After uh, we we go offline with this uh, chat, we will uh, we usually continue uh, the chat there for some time. Yeah, cool. um, so yeah, have a look. Yeah, I'm there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I find, I, find, I find there a lot of information about yeah many different stuff. It's very interesting. That's cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, there was another thing I wanted to ask you, uh, Sergio. Um, mm -hmm. You you do um, you work on art installations as well? Yeah, I'm I'm starting on it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I I love this this kind of uh, stuff. Like yeah. what? Like audiovisual installations or um, uh, no? Are more physical. Uh, for the first one is a is a planet. Is a uh, the half uh, is a half uh, steel sphere, you know, uh, and the other half is made uh, by um, car speakers, big ones. So at the end you have a big uh, planet bowl, and the, and the speakers uh, are sounding um, to the other steel uh, sphere. Mm -hmm. Very very ambient and dark uh, sound, and the the speaker on the the last speakers of, of the last speaker of the of the half sphere have a, pro, a projector, so project some visuals inside the steel sphere, you know. So is, at that, the end, is that part of some uh, collection in in a gallery or museum, or is that something you that travels from to yeah. visual yeah. festivals and stuff like that? Yeah, it's, uh, we'll move. The, f the first will be in the National Museum in, in Barcelona. And oh, wow. then from there, we'll start uh, turning around. Yeah, we'll see where maybe some festivals. and That's yeah. cool. Does it, does it have yeah. a name? People look it up or doesn't it exist? Doesn't it officially exist yet? <laughs> no, not yet. The name is Planet Audio. And Planet Audio. Yeah, I think we will announce when, when it becomes. But... Yeah, it's, it's, I love this this kind of stuff. Yeah. And do you have you worked on the audio, or have you actually been involved in building the whole um, installation? Yeah, every, everything. everything. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
it's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, a, it's a bit uh, hard uh, work, but at the end, I, I like to have a piece, you know, a real thing, not just audiovisual. And yeah. Do you, can I ask you, do you find, for example, sometimes, for example, you have an idea and you realize it's difficult to, to make it true? But at yeah. the same time, it's so difficult to collaborate with people that you better make it your own. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah, is yeah. at least work for me because for me, I don't know why, but, I, but it's not like I'm getting along with people hard. But for me, if you want to make things done, you should do it on your own. This is this is a formula that works for me. Mm -hmm. You know, a collaboration very rarely can work for me. For example, so yeah, to, to do this kind of of stuff, you need a team of people. Because yeah, yeah, it's uh, at the end this 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 planet is two meters big, so yeah. you need everything for the production. Uh, at the beginning, you need to calculate everything uh, with an engineer. You know, you need to know uh, the, the weight of the things and how to to where to put it. How if you need extra stuff and you need a team. Yeah, uh, I'm working now with with Sonia and Julia, another Julia who are helping me to, to make this kind of, of stuff. But yeah, it's a bit complicated. Mm. It sounds yeah. like a really good, really nice project, man. It's very cool. Thank you yeah. so much. I will, I will show to everyone when the first one comes. That would be lovely. Yeah, great. <laughs> nice. Uh, last question. I promise people to, uh, uh, to have a chance to uh, <laughs> ask questions. Yeah. So let's pull some in uh, for Mario. <laughs> Good one. What are these? They they look unusually big. What 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 headphones are you wearing? Uh, are the Miss Miss Audio are more the like uh, iFi Hi-Fi uh, headphones. Not not more in not like in a studio kind of of headphones. Mm -hmm. It's like a it's a, a Romanian company. Mese, Mese Audio, M-E-C-E Audio, Mese Audio, is Romanian, yeah, but this is more from, from the, from the high fidelity stuff, no, yeah, not, not more studio, yeah. So it's high-end high audio, no, this kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah more, more the if you world, yeah, yeah. Mm. Do you ever mix on headphones? Uh, I use uh, the other ones, the Audis, LS, LSDX, these All ones. Right. Okay. I use Fine. these ones for 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 check the stuff. I don't like to mix in or master in in headphones, but mm. I like them for for help for a bit help. Yeah. Because when you are listening in the in the speakers, the physical sound of the of the speaker is really different. But sometimes for Little details and textures. The headphones they do a really good job. Yeah, yeah I usually I, I I've done mixes on headphones, but that that's because I didn't have uh, <laughs> the, the right room for 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 speakers. But um, uh, that was ages ago. But um, I do usually do one little check on headphones uh, just to get the the stereo balance yeah. between things. Uh, but that's usually quick, and when something's wrong, I I fix yeah. it. And, yeah. But other than that, I um, sometimes I do switch to headphones just to get another uh, perspective on the things, you know. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's really, really different. The sound yeah. is 
The yeah. headphone is more intimate. The space and the air is yeah. not there. Is is like yeah. closer to your ear, so it's it's really different. Yeah. Depend of the kind of music too, but I'm using a lot. Yeah. All right, people. Uh, anything else? Does anybody want to plug something? Anything they're working on or re releasing? We already talked about your um, your album. When was it out, uh, Sergio? The one next on week, next week, uh, fifteen. Nice one on Axis. So people have should look out for that. Is it uh, <laughs> yeah. on Axis only, or do you have it on your own Bandcamp, or is it? Um... It's digital by now in the Axis website. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. And, and then, I, I have a new record coming this Friday in Sergio's yes. label. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> in 30 days, I cast the EP in two days. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very okay. good. Is, it's an EP? What, uh, um, an EP for, for okay. tracks. Yeah. Okay, nice. Okay. Yeah, we should, uh, we'll, uh, we'll have a, a look, um, our, our eyes out for that too. And Julia, you are working on and the endorphin stuff uh, promo thing i saw you did the the uh the demo for the the queen of uh, pentacles yes yeah yeah it was like part of like you know um when we release we work with some bloggers of course but uh, also like to to be sure what we want to showcase of course you want to make your own content and we we have a studio in barcelona and then we have like a cyclorama so we can shoot lots of videos and we have actually video production as well so we are shooting like uh, music videos and content for endorphins so it's quite intense also in terms of con content production hmm. Great. Well, yeah, it looks it looks good. It looks very um, uh, busy, and it's got its um, very unique style. It's very nice. That's uh, yeah. Really thank you. Yeah, we try to be a little bit more unique. <laughs> it's <laughs> difficult because everything great is already made, right? But yeah. it's it's try to like not okay, to copy well, all the time. Great people. Well, uh, thanks for hanging out with uh, with me, and um, good to see you all on this nine oh nine day on this happy yeah. night was very cool yes yeah. thank you for inviting me actually and it was really a big pleasure to to form this part of this like amazing artist which uh, like I, I have to say this because i really like what you do and it really sounds so good so professional and i can totally see how much you work on your product and it, i admire it and uh, respect it a lot so it was a big pleasure for me too Awesome. Thanks a lot. You, yes. you are the artist here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for the nice words. And, um, well, again, great to see you. Great to chat to all of you. And um, bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Yes, Thank bye, you. bye. 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 bye.